0: Welcome back to the Hot Hill Girl Podcast. If you're listening to this, it's two days before my birthday, so go wish me a happy birthday. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm about to enter my Saturn return. And I'm a little bit scared, but that's beyond the point um we hope you guys have liked you liked our last podcast all about homeopathy that was fun it was good Emily got a whole bunch more building up that first aid and just like emergency kit yeah I'm like definitely going to I just not gonna lie I have a, a whole supplement drawer that's humongous here right now so I'm waiting till we like chip away at it more because a lot of it's stuff that are in our current protocols that we just like got a couple more bottles of Mm -hmm. because I can't fit one more damn thing in there (laughs) I just get one
1: of those little like drawer sets for my homeopaths keep them all separate
0: I want I have like a a couple drawer organizers so I'm hopeful that like the homeopathics will like fit in there but yeah I just need to reduce this one drawer it's like All body bio, cell core, and, like, a bunch of other tinctures is packed. But, like I said, I'm using it. So we'll get back to you on that one when I start building mine. I mean, I do want, like, little things, like, we were talking about, like, for headaches or, like, you know, things that you don't expect, like, tick bites, those bite things, all that stuff, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. just all that classic Yeah. Just the little first aid. I mean, that's
1: what, that's the ones that I use the most. Yeah. Just pulling them out for the first aid.
0: I have the flu one, but that just lives with my other supplements because I've had that for like three years now. Mm -hmm. One of those times where like, I sent my partner out to the store during, I was like, got, got a fever. And I was like, go get all these things from Whole Foods. And it was like elderberry syrup and that. And like, colloidal silver bone broth like all the things literally came with like the biggest whole foods bag and I never used it because I do typically like to just ride out a flu ride out a fever if like as long as it's not bad Mm -hmm. because like obviously that's the body responding and building up the antibodies great love that um and it was fine we did it we still have it years later just never yeah I honestly like I agree
1: with you about riding it out but I don't know I love that osicillium. I think that's how you say it. I don't know. Yeah.
0: I have no idea how to say it, but yes, that's,
1: but <laughs> it works so well. It really does.
0: I literally have never used it. That's why I think it's funny. Cause I was like, I know I have that. And I know it was a homeopathic, but like, Lord, if I've taken it, I, I agree. There are some times where like, let's be real. Cause blues and fevers are the worst you feel like you're dying you're like someone take me now and then someone's like Mm -hmm. you're being dramatic you don't need to be killed I'm like take me it's fine but like that if that like cuts the edge off you know like yeah I feel like fevers aren't so bad like I can get through
1: that because for me usually they only last like a day anyway yeah same and so I'll just wait that out but if I have like the flu or a really bad cold and I just feel like achy and stuffy, and that's when I feel like I can't function and do anything else if I feel like that for a couple of days. So that's when I'll take that stuff. and It usually, if anything, it just, you know, like clears the
0: fatigue enough. That's fair. The achiness, function. I feel like only ever lasts a day or two. Cause I always go mega on the Epsom salt baths and they get rid of aches and pains so aggressively, but the stuffiness I think I'm a bit, um, immune, not immune, but like, I don't notice the, the, actually how hard they are just because I was someone who had like so many sinus infections growing up and like every year, like clockwork, I would always get like two sinus infections, literally two sinus infections. Then I'll do the classic things. I'd steam my nose out with some breathe and some peppermint oil and I neti pot the shit out of my life the neti pot was my best friend for a while and then I found out it was because I had moldy sinuses and now since we have addressed mold and moved out of mold I literally haven't gotten a sinus infection Nice. like oh so that's me telling the people if you're a chronic sinus and my whole family is chronic sinus infection people so like no fucking shit clearly our house had mold doesn't matter that my parents built it like well not with their hands but you know like they Mm -hmm. pay the people to build the house yeah, my whole family has all the classic mold symptoms like the chronic sinus infections, the eczema, the asthma, the allergies. And I'm like, ah, ha, ha, ha. People, if that sounds like you, look into mold. The nosebleeds. I always found that so bizarre how some people in my family would get wake up with nosebleeds and like, I've never gotten a nosebleed in my life. I haven't either. But... But my nose only bleeds if like I hit it. <laughs>
1: That's thankfully never happened to me either, (laughs) but my cousin who found out like in his late teens that he had really bad mold exposure, he would always get nosebleeds when he was little. I think from like age six, he'd get constant nosebleeds.
0: Yeah. My dad and my sister used to always get nosebleeds. Like I said, I've never gotten a nosebleed. I've gotten hit in the nose a handful of times and my nose has bled plenty of times in my life, but like they would wake up and their nose would start bleeding. Ain't that crazy? Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Like your body's trying to tell you something and we're just like, huh? No biggie. Nose (laughs) just bleeding. (laughs) Right. So I guess this is where we're going to start off because I, yeah, that was our like intro weird shit. Like we always do. I have been talking to a lot of people about listening to our body, because I find that when you get sick, you either go in one direction, you're either super in tune with your body, too much so, or you try so hard to silence everything it's saying, right? And you just ignore it all because you're like, oh, that's not a big deal. That's not a big deal. You chalk everything up to like, not actually mattering. And like, we've talked about this plenty of times, but like the body is innately wise. It doesn't do anything by accident. Your body doesn't make accidents. It does things because it's trying to talk to you, right? And we are so dense sometimes that we're like, oh, I wish my body would just do this. Like, no, open your eyeballs and start to listen to what the signs and symptoms and things mean. Because I was talking to a client this week about um, just like slowing down her protocol because she was having symptoms that I, I don't like my clients to have, right? Like we muscle test her for it. Sometimes things still happen. It's still like maybe I asked the wrong question, right? I asked if her body needed this versus is her body ready, capable, whatever. And we just need to slow it down a little bit. She just needs a little bit more drainage, a little bit slower for parasite cleansing, whatever, no biggie. And she's like, well, I've been miserable for so long that I don't want to slow down. And that's something it really got me thinking because I was like, your head doesn't want you to slow down, right? But your body clearly does. Like your body is clearly telling you, like the symptoms don't matter, but it was symptoms that was just too much. It was clearly too much. I was like, your body's clearly telling you to slow down. So where is it that we're battling our head versus our body? And why? Yeah. Like, why do yeah. we think that we know better?
1: Mm-hmm. I hear that a lot too, like what she said,
0: you know, once they get started, Because
1: they felt bad for so long. They just want to push through everything.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, and I I really feel for you. And I understand, right? We feel for our clients and we get it because we've been there. Where like, I was sick for like three years on and off, had really shitty digestive issues. And I probably would have pushed through anything if you told me that was what I had to do. But I also think it's different when someone's telling you like, or your body's telling you don't like, that's like, get back in tune. Listen to what it's saying. It's clearly screaming right now, right? Like, we don't want it to be screaming stop. We don't want to be screaming anything. It's okay if you have slight symptoms here, slight symptoms there. I always tell people that because it's going to happen. As you're killing things off, yeah, maybe some symptoms will come back up. Maybe some things will be recirculated back into your body, so on and so forth. Almost no one has, like, a symptom-free detox cleanse, whatever. That's just the truth. Like, fully 100%. Like, there's always going to be small little things that are going to arise here or there. Should be slight shouldn't be that aggressive but why do we think that we know the timeline best right like our body is going to heal in the time it's going to heal regardless of whether we push it too hard or not right like if we're pushing it too hard we're going to extend that timeline we're not going to make it faster like we actually think it is Mm -hmm. it wants to heal in its own timing but we get so in our brain so in our I guess that doer in us, where we think that we can control it, where we think that we can control everything, which is so, it's so human, it is. Mm -hmm. We think that we can control everything. Mm -hmm. And when we can't control things, we're like white knuckling through life instead of like letting go a little bit and allowing. It's so interesting to me because I I totally, totally empathize and understand because I probably would have just pushed through too. But, like, Mm -hmm. because it got brought up, I'm like, cool, this is a great lesson, right? This is a great lesson to listen to your body and realize that our brains don't know the timeline best. We're trying to force ourselves to the finish line here, right? But, like, the finish line is going to get pushed out further and further and further if you try and force yourself to the finish line versus listening. What does it need? What is it asking you to do? What's going on? And sometimes it's hard to determine, right? Some people are like, I'm so out of touch that I actually have no idea what it needs. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) All those people that are taking every
0: supplement under the sun. I always tell those people, no one likes this one either. It's best to... Maybe not come off everything, but it's best to simplify, right? Like simplify your protocol, honestly Mm -hmm. work with someone and it's best to simplify in terms of like adding more quiet time and more downtime in your day so that you can actually listen to what your body's saying. Like hell, I'm at the point where I was a couple months ago, I was constipated and I knew it was an emotional thing. I started taking supplements anyways, but I was like, this is emotional, right? Like I just knew. And then surprise, I rearranged emotional things and it was gone. Mm -hmm. Like, you can be that in tune with your body. But, like, how can you create the time and the space to hear, to listen, to get in touch with it? And I think that that also ties into, like, we can't heal a body we hate, right? Like, even if you say... I have been all over talking to so many people about there's a huge difference between intention and action, right? Like you could be acting and saying, I'm doing this because I love my body. But if all your thoughts are saying, fuck my body, it's working against me. I don't like it, right? Like you're going to struggle to heal it.
1: Mm-hmm. The subconscious thoughts they are very tricky <laughs> because they pop up very easily. Like yeah. What you say out loud can be one thing, but generally what you're repeating subconsciously repeats 10 times more than what you say out loud.
0: Yeah. Our subconscious mind is in charge of 95% of our thoughts, actions, everything, right? Like your conscious mind is literally only 5% of your day, thoughts, actions, all that stuff. Think of that, like realize that. So like if your subconscious thoughts are like, I hate my body, I hate my body, it never does anything good for me, blah, blah, blah. blah. And even if consciously you're saying, like, I love my body, that's why I'm healing it, that's not the same thing, right? Like, you you can't muscle yourself into loving it. You have to do something to heal those thoughts, rewire those thoughts, get back in touch with your body, heal the relationship with your body. Because if it feels the energy of, like, you hating it and you honestly yeah just hating it i'm just gonna stick with that if it feels all of that negative energy of you hating it and trying to shift it into what you want it to be instead of just allowing it to heal the way it wants to why why the fuck would it listen to you think of it's at your friend right if you're like being snotty to your friend if you're making backhanded compliments like all that stuff and then you're trying to get them to do something they're gonna say fuck you Just just because our body isn't isn't separate from the rest of us doesn't mean it's not going to have a similar relationship. Kill your relationship with your body. Anywho, that was fun. (laughs) This has just been coming up so much recently that people are like, "My body is acting against me," and I'm like, "No, it's not. You got it twisted." Your body's acting for you. It's acting out now so that, like, you can heal from this so that something doesn't come out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Like, I think of how my gut issues came out of nowhere. That's so funny. Like, that is so funny to me that I still thought that everything was fine I was in college I was being dumb I was eating garbage I was drinking too much I was super stressed I wasn't sleeping enough I had just gone through an emotionally abusive relationship for four years and that came out of nowhere Mm -hmm. that's that's comical like come on I mean when people don't connect it to any of those
1: things that's what it feels like to them but yeah yeah once you sit down and look at what happened
0: leading up to it it was so funny when I like actually thought about it. I was like, okay, the opposite didn't come out of nowhere, right? Like, and then I had to rebuild my relationship with my body because I thought it was fighting against me too. I was like, I just want you to do this so bad. I'm doing everything so good for you. And I was trying to white knuckle instead of actually listening.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So this is just my reflection for people out there. Where are you trying to white knuckle your body into doing something you want it to do versus listening to what it actually needs, right? Like, are you trying to heal your constipation by 782 supplements when it really just needs you to heal your emotions. That emotion piece, guys. Yeah. Like, where are we white-knuckling? Where are we trying to do it this way? Because this is what makes sense to us when, like, maybe we just got to tap into something else. Because that will actually help us heal. Believe me, most Mm -hmm. of my clients come to me and don't think that they are going to have to heal anything emotional. And then they start talking to me for a month or two and then they're like, oh my God, this is all emotional. This is all stress-related. I'm like, "Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm, usually is, right? Like supplements definitely help, but like it usually is very emotional and very stress-related. Yep. Yeah, I...
1: I see that often too, where people are just like, it has to be this, but it has to be this because I have this and then everything is just stress Mm -hmm. and they're like,
0: but can I just take a supplement? Yeah. And that's where like people that get stuck in that cycle of like not healing. And I was stuck in the cycle of not healing. So like this really comes from a place of love and I don't mean to, you know, I give you guys the reality that you need, but like, it's all from a place of love because I get it. I was there. Um, so what I was trying to say, sorry, I got, I lost my train of thought for a second, but, um, when you get stuck, it's like you said, when you're looking for the supplement, you're looking for the supplement and you're literally ignoring the elephant in the room. Mm -hmm. Like I lived the most stressed out life and I ignored it. I didn't think it was anything. Woke up at 5am, didn't get home till like 7pm. Go, go, go all day, lather, rinse, repeat. The weekends were not relaxing, they were preparing for the week, right? Like, oh. Like where are you ignoring the the elephant in the room? Mm -hmm. Where are you ignoring that you actually hate your job? That it stresses the shit out of you? That you're trying to calm your nervous system, but like, okay, nine hours out of the day it's not calm at all because you're at work and you're stressed out. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling you to quit your job, but like maybe you can find a new one. Or maybe you can draw boundaries. I don't know, not here to tell you how to live your life, but I'm here to give you the reality to look at the places in your life where you're resisting. That was fun. Told you it was going to come out of nowhere. We were like, what are we going to talk about today? And I'm like, it's going to come up. What needed to come up comes up. It always does. I'm like, don't worry, We'll, we'll just get started and then it'll come up. Okay, so on this emotional piece, so I just, this was not self-serving, but now it's going to be. I just relaunched three of my courses, and I'm launching a new one. (laughs) So the drainage course is now going to have an emotional piece of your drainage pathways being blocked into it. Total Gut Reset, formerly the Critter course, is a parasite group parasite cleansing course that also has emotional release brain retraining in it to help you heal those gut issues because let's be real those long-term gut issues are so emotionally and subconscious related so I wanted to build that into it it's not just a parasite cleansing course it's also just going to change your fucking life and the way you heal and then my group healing course is your one-on-one individualized protocol with all the nervous system all the emotional stuff built in because as you know, I'm not seeing people one-on-one anymore and I just feel like this emotional piece is so missed, this energetic nervous system, neural reprogramming sort of piece. Like I just, I'm just not giving people the option anymore. Sorry, not sorry. Like we're building it into every single thing we do because it's just gotta happen. Like Mm -hmm. face those demons, we love it. So this is me telling you that if you're interested in any of those courses, um, you can either shoot me a DM, we will include all of the links below. And that's that. What are you?
1: Um, I am not launching five courses at once.
0: Because <laughs> my <laughs> energy <ever> relaunches.
1: <laughs> I know, but you're like, you were listing out all your courses yesterday. I was like, mm, wow. <laughs> My energy could not do that right now, but I am launching the Hormone Reset course yes, next month. It. So that will be coming. And yes, that will also involve emotional healing because we all know that that blocks
0: hormones as well. We're just not giving you the option anymore. Like I get it. You don't want to touch those emotions. You, It's hard. It's hard work to do emotional work. It's hard work. To do the neural reprogramming to rewire those subconscious beliefs because you're like, oh my God, my whole life's going to change. That's the point. We Mm -hmm. want you to heal. Like we want you to heal the best way possible. And the best way to do that is actually to include all of these components. So we're not giving the option anymore. Not even sorry, because it's going to change your life and in the best way. Don't be scared. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If you don't like where you're at, then you're going to want
0: this change. And if you're settling and you're pretending you like it, (laughs) your whole life's going to (laughs) change, but in the best way. My whole life changed. Lord (laughs) knows I never knew I'd be here.
1: (laughs) I mean, I am certainly grateful that I don't have to worry about my period every month anymore.
0: Not sitting there scared, biting off your fingernails, thinking it's not going to show up or thinking it's going to be the most painful thing. Are you going to have to call out of work? All these things. No.
1: Yeah. I always had to do that. Had to reschedule stuff. Had to call out of work. Had to make sure I planned vacations and all that stuff around it pain in the arse it it really is pain in the uterus (laughs)
0: in the vagina (laughs) yeah pain in the uterus (laughs) okay so this was a mini so that was the whole point about it we were not trying to make it super long because um it's my birthday week so that's why saturn return here we come how's your saturn return been wait no we're talking about that next episode okay bye